0: Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. and he met him walking in a park and his Rabbi Rav tells Reb Shmuel Bar what's going on? Did you give up your job? You're busy with Talmudim. What are you doing walking around in a park? And Reb Shmuel Bar said 13 years I haven't stepped into a park and even now after 13 years that I stepped into the park, My mind is together with my talmidim. Wherever I am, wherever I'm going, my mind is totally busy with my talmidim. Rabbi my Rosh Gifter, Zichroni He said as follows: Over the ages. Countless volumes have been written, attempting to teach the science of education. Believe me, everything that can be said on this subject can be summed up in the pithy two-word statement of Rabbi Shmuel Bar Shilas. Daite my mind is on them. Any Rebbe who sincerely cares about his Talmidim and gives them serious thought, will be blessed to find the proper approach to educate and influence them. Rabbi Isai, if in today's generation there's a Machanech, there's a Rebbe, there's a Rosh Hashiveh, who is the picture poet God of Rabbi Shmuel Bar-Sheilas, that is Rabbi Kalish, Rabbi <laughs> 24/7, I mean, 365 does not stop thinking about you, Rabbi. Isai. You know what it means for a boker to realize, to understand, and to appreciate that your Rabbi is carrying you in his heart and in his mind. 24/7, 365. Ashrechem, <laughs> I have another two pages to say, but I'm not going to say it. It's late, Rabbi. <laughs> Okay, I'll, I'll do it quick I'll do it quick I, I wrote it in English but first I'll just because I wanted to state the way I wrote it the way I felt the poster says the son comes up in the world, rises in the morning, and it sets in the evening. Says the Medrash, says the Medrash, says the Medrash, what is Shleim Melech coming to tell us? Don't we know that the sun rises in the morning and the sets in the evening? Says the Halik Medrish. that the Medrash is, is coming to teach us that before the sun before a godoil who runs Klal is Nifter zorach Hashemesh the light, the sunshine of the next godoil is already there before the sunshine sets the sun of the previous generation sets and the Medrash says Mena before she was Nifter Rifka was born Moshe Rabbeinu before he died they recognized the goddess of Yeshua the day there of kiva. Was nifter, Rebbe was born And interesting, Rabbi Ishai Rashi HaKadosh was born On the day the Rabbeinu Gersh Or HaGoyle was nifter I want to be myself on this Rabbi Ishai, In the same line And this, I'm going to read out what I wrote in English Because it's Mikol Alei, Rabbi Ishai. Sunset refers To darkness prevailing On the world Over the generations, all kinds of Spiritual darknesses have descended Upon the world there was the darkness of Askalet, enlightenment Rachmanolitzlan. Torah is old fashioned for that. Hakadosh Baruch Hu brought before that, mm-hmm. whether it was the Malbim, the Chassam Sofer, Reb Shamschin of etc. Then there was a Holocaust. There was a Holocaust, and in this Holocaust, we Gifter describes it the way right over here in this book, Meridik. Holocaust. How would we be able to recover the glory and grandeur of Lithuania that Hitler had destroyed? Was it possible to recover? Who would be able to convey in a picture-perfect manner what the world of European Tyra was like? Who would be able to transplant the traditions of Klai onto a country and land that was completely foreign to these concepts and ideas? Who would be able to get the American world to dream about greatness in Tyra? What did Hashem do? He took three American boys. This is my Yisufa. They say only Rabbi Gifter. They took Rev Gifter, and they took Rev Victor Miller, and they took Rabbi Pinchas Shainberg. American boys go to Europe, and bask in it, and bring it back for the American balabas. Rabbi Isai, in the past twenty years, darkness descended on our youth. OTD was slowly becoming rampant and before that darkness HaKadosh Baruch Hu brought into the world Ubo Shemish, the sunshine and the light of Rabbeinu Harav Daniel Kalish yeah! that he should be here that he should be here that he should be here to lighten up the world to help our youth but Rabbeinu it's not just to help our youth, Rabbi Say, it's to help the rabbayim of this generation. How much I personally have gained by watching and seeing how a yid understands and goes down and 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 and, and, and puts it all to really, really get it, understand the par, feel him. Appreciate him See beneath all the layers See the neshama Rabbi Yisrael, you have no musik How much I was able to gain How much depth I was able to receive Watching a yid like that Being able to see through all those layers Getting down to the sea The neshama Of what a ben Yisrael is The neshama of what a ben Yisrael is And I just want to finish off With one thing Rabbi Yisrael Shimon am sunni was Deuterisch, we all know all the essence of the Torah, or wherever it says an S. Es. Eskain Hevel, Kain had a twin. Kabe es avicha, your older brother. All the S's, hundreds and thousands of S in the Torah, until he came to Esa Shemelekechatira. And then he stopped. And his Tammidim said, What's good to all the other S's that you darshined? And he says, Too bad. If I can't find something, this is wrong, then it's all wrong. The same way I get for making all the drushes. I'll get reward for giving up and letting go of all the droshes. Rabbi Kiva, from the next generation, he said, Es, even by Yerush Hashem, by the posting of Es, Hashem, there's nothing to be marbi. He came to the posting of Es, what is it to be Marbi? He gave it all up. And Rabbi Kiva says, No, Es, what did Rabbi Kiva see which Shimon Sunni didn't see. Shimon Sunni was the previous generation. You know what Rabbi Kiva saw? My Shiver of gifter said, Sh- Rabbi Kiva saw, Shimon Sunni! he saw Shimon Sunni! who was Dairish, every single S in the Torah. And there's one S he couldn't find. Give up and everything, squeeze something in. No, Shimon Sunni, there's nothing, it's not about me, it's about the MS, and if it's not 100% true, if it's not a 100% menace, I'll give it all up. Rabbi saw Shimon Sunni! he saw Tabat Chachem, he saw what Yerushalayim really is, it's not about me. Rabbi Isaiah, one thing take for the rest of your lives, the lesson that we're all getting from my Yedid Nefesh, Rabbi Kalish, I can call him by even Rabbi, you taught me how to be Mechanech, take this with you, Rabbi Isaiah, for your lives, it's not about me, it's not about us, it's about the M.S. It's about Rotz and Hashem! It's about Together Guys! VOS <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: I <laughs> don't We're on, come on. Right.
2: For the center, sorry.
1: Thank Perfect, sir. i you
3: All of us had things in our life that we took for granted. And to see friends and to see people that we love in different parts of the world was something that it was just like you hop on a plane, you reserve, you call your travel agent, and it just happens we're all at stages were more appreciative. We don't take things for granted. Things we looked at yearly, and this just uh, almost a right, we almost got into feeling we had rights, and we just took maybe Magi type attitudes. Tremendous appreciation to stand here, to be here, to hear the kind words of our Rebbe, of Rebbe Shlita of the Rosh Yeshiva, to be in the presence of this holy Yeshiva, this precious place, is just a very, very, I'm filled with feelings of gratitude to Hashem. Tremendous to such a yeshiva, to such a makam We are hundreds of B'nai Torah have gotten bigger in learning, bigger in every manner. To be back here together with the whole Chevra uh, tremendous feelings of gratitude. I feel like, Arya, let's start the slow before we say anything else. To see my gross before I want to appreciate expressing akarsatayf to all the Rebbeim. There's a person here. Guy after guy. I'll ask Bachram, how's it going? Where's where's your you know, which Chavra are you going through the journey with and the amount of Bachram that have thanked this Bachar, you should have refor Shlame my appreciation, yeah. <laughs> Who sends somebody far away to a distant country, and you care about them, so they're nerves. What's going to be? What's going to happen with this person? that's nerves, and this beautiful Macham Taira. Every single parent who sends a child here, every single person who cares, you care about somebody. Meish Gross is leaving the yeshiva, and we we care. What's going to be? What's going to be? the chaver. What's going to be? And this is a Makam Torah. In this Makam taira, the sincerity, the Ruach of Ali, in this Makam Torah, it's passion. There's such a comfort and a chizuk that bakhari after bachar, hundreds and hundreds of guys over the years come here and emerge stronger B'nai Torah, more dedicated, more serious. Time and time and time again, this beautiful Makam Taira. Guys, come here, chefer, come here to learn Torah and emerge stronger in Torah, stronger in all aspects of HaVadus Hashem. There's such a beauty to this place, to this Makam Torah, and so powerful. What a chizuk, Knowing that any person you care about that comes to this Makam Torah will undoubtedly it's Pashut, because of the specialness of the Rashi Yeshiva, the Rebbeim, because of their own sincere HaVadah and their love and appreciation for the Hevra, Remember the beautiful Rebbeim here, and time and time and time again, we see tremendous Ali out of this, coming from this Mokim Torah. There's a bracha we make on our bodies, on our gof, thanking Hashem, one of the first, the second bracha we make every single day, and perhaps the bracha we make most frequently in our life, perhaps, for sure, up there, a bracha that we make so frequently. I want to ask a cash on this bracha. It's a bracha, it's what's known as a bracha arucha. It's a long bracha. It begins with baruch and ends with baruch. And this bracha on the amazingness of the human body. There's so much wisdom in the human body. The a of body that we have that we can talk to each other from our voice, from our throats. We can bring out a sound formulate, articulate it into specific waves and your ears, our ears somehow pick up the waves we're producing from our mouths and the ears can pick it up and hear what the speaker is saying and the listener can hear. we all hear and understand and connect. Naira, the of the human body, from our bodies we see Hashem, Naira, the human body. The eyes, the amazing eyes to see each other, to see, to look at Avi, to see is delightful, delightful, to see each other, Levi, to look at you in the face, delightful, delightful. The human eyes that we can look at each other, Akiva. <laughs> the incredible wisdom of the human body, each aver, each limb. I remember my wife's a speech therapist, so you study anatomy. And I would read the books that she was reading. I was interested in the topic as every human being would be. And I noticed the author, the author of every limb would write. They were like assigned as one man's writing a book on the eyes, another on the ears, the nose, the, the brain, the mouth, every human limb. Each author would say, the, the, you know, like, this was like a pashtus, the most amazing limb in the body. This was the limb they were studying from every part of the human being. We could see Hashem, we see design, we see such amazing things. And we thank Hashem for the human body. And then we describe one aspect of the human body, a possible danger. We have nekavim and chalulim. We have open places, we have closed places in our body. If chas if if the open place would be closed, the closed place would be open. We wouldn't be able to survive. And we just the amazing chachma of the human body. And then we end off baruchatoh Hashem roifich basar Mafli ma'afli And my first question that I w- that I that I would like to ask is: It's typical in a bracha aruchah, in a long bracha, there's always kimat It's always that the, minna, the anhaga we have is that we thank and we ask. It's a fascinating minna that didn't have. Whenever we thank Hashem, we ask. We do it always. And in a bracha arucha, in a long bracha, you can almost take it to a bank. I thought of some exceptions, but it's very rare. A long bracha will always have thank yous and requests. Kimat. I shouldn't say always because it's not true. But with al an overwhelming rave aruba the a long bracha won't just praise Hashem but you'll ask and benshing is an easy example where we where we thank Hashem for mazayin but we stick in valyech sar lanu mazayin please continue giving us food so we thank for food but we ask for more food and that is typical in in, in the bracha on Torah. Asher Mitzvah B'divrei Taira We pray V'hariv na Hashem lekenu. Please make Taira sweet. This is the typical style of a Bracha Aruchah is that you thank and you ask. The reason, probably, the reason it's a fascinating anhaga, that we do this thank, thank. What are you asking when you thank? L'chayre, in this case if you don't ask when you thank It's feltzach, it's missing in your asking. Because it's missing in the thanking, if you don't ask. The thanking has to come from an inner recognition. The thank you has to come from a hakorah. It's recognizing something, hakorah satayv. We express externally something that internally we recognize. And any hakorah satayv tashem. somebody gives me some money, thank you so much, it's so nice of you. But I don't under, understand that if you don't give it, I'm finished. You gave it. Somebody else could have given it. By the Rabbinah Shalom, he is the source. He is the source of any thank you would come with the recognition. This is this is the only place. Rufe'enu Hashem b'nei Heal me and then and only then will I be healed. It's not like one thank you. This is a nice doctor. I could have gone to a different doctor. He's the only doctor. Heal me and then and only then will I be healed. So by Akara Satoiv Tashem, where the Akara is that I'm so needy, and I'm, I'm dependent on you, Hashem, so the thank you contains a request in the, in the spirit of recognizing that I need you, Hashem. Please keep it coming, Hashem. And that's typical in a bracha rucha. Not always, but Usually. And in this first bracha arucha, it's the first bracha arucha of the day, we don't do it. Interesting, we thank for the body. We point out the possible dangers that could be. It would be typical to say, and please make sure it doesn't happen. I don't know if they, who here are sixes amongst us. In the anime, sixes, sixes are nervous about <laughs> Sixes love Asher Yatzar because it contains a fear. Sixes are very good problem solvers and they think in situations what can go wrong. Hashem made them as such. So this way they can come up the very good solvers. Six is love I, I ashayatzer. You know, I just thank Hashem for the body. They're already like thinking about what could go wrong. As we express <laughs> it would, We would expect that after we point out what can go wrong, there would be a... Please make sure... <laughs> that would be the next step. Please make sure it doesn't happen. We don't say that. Fascinatingly, we thank, we express a lot can go wrong, I think the tempting thing is the same. Please make sure it doesn't. And we certainly pray for our physical health. No doubt about it. But in Asher Yatzar, it seems unusual that we don't, we just we just thank, we make mention bad stuff could happen and we just thank you, Hashem. So it seems to be a question that we don't ask in this Bruch HaRucha, that there's no bakasha I'd like to offer an idea, Rabbi say. There's a machlaikas tupshat in the, the mechaber and the ramah, when we end off the bracha, baruch Hashem, raifei baser, Hashem the raifei. Now we speak of Hashem as the raifei. Even though we're thanking for the body, nothing to do with illness, but the best medicine, the best doctor teaches maintenance, teaches a person how to avoid, the best healing is, is medicine. It's very in today that are new, they felt doctors speak about this, that the whole brand of medicine is only like to cure a guy if they're sick. So there's a big focus today in medicine. Our Torah has all the MS and the Siddhar, of course, it's already old news to us, but the Icar of a Reifei is to teach a person how to, is to give a person the ability not to get sick. And we describe in thanking for our body, Hashem is the ultimate Rafe the one who gives us a body and keeps the system running, the Rafe Chol Then we say Hashem's mafli lasis. He does a pelle, he does a wonder. <coughs> what pella are we talking about here? Mafli lasis. What pella are we talking about? So the Mechaber says that the Pella we're referring to is that the body, to maintain, the body takes in food, And remarkably, we eat different mach, we eat different food, and the body takes nutrients and sends it to each aver. It works through the system everything that we need, and that which we don't need, it rejects it. Pella, the pella, the wonder of the human body, that Hashem made such such a body. And then how does it stay operative? How does it stay working? So we eat... And each part, each part of the body gets and takes from the mahal from the food, what it needs. It sends out what's unnecessary, Mafli lasis. the great pelem. This pelem is the story of our life. It's not just our physical. Everything in the physical world is in the spiritual. It's, it's, there's one mitzi, the physical, so we can see the world. The world's made up of beautiful things. Everything's kir v'shashem. There's the things in the world that we grab onto and get close to Hashem and the things that we push away and get close to Hashem. That's the mitzius of the world, that which we take in and that brings us close to Hashem by taking in and that which we send out and that brings us close to Hashem by sending it out. And what's true in the world of Ruchnis, the two aspects to our life, call it Ava and yira, call it Haseiz and leis is true in the physical world, the mafli laseis, the great pell of our physical existence that we eat, and everything that helps, everything that benefits us, the body takes in and uses, and everything that's not necessary, that would do damage, fakert, the body sends out mafli laseis, the great pell of the body. That is the pshat of the mechaber. The Ramas is a different pshat in mafli laseis. And the Ramas says that mafli lasais, the pella we refer to, is the body. The human body is not alive. The human body is, 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 is just a body. It doesn't have life. It's a body. And the pella we refer to, the amazing pella, that there's something called life. And Hashem puts in the human body a halog and a shama. Puts in a shama that craves rochnis, that's a chalik alaykami mal. A loft in a shama, and Hashem attaches to the human body in a shama. And that's the Pella, that's a great Pella, a great wonder of, of that goes on, and that the Ramah says is the Pella. And the question I ask the Hevra, is that we're talking a bracha, thanking for the body. It looks like like at the end, there's an union in bracha, is to be to end before a bracha. Right before you make a bracha, you sum up what you said, and then you get into the bracha. There's always a connection what you said and the bracha. In Shemayinah Esri, you're allowed to talk By every bracha, you're allowed to talk in English, Yiddish, French, whatever your language of choice, in the middle of the bracha, about the bracha. If somebody's in the middle of Ashivenu and they have a friend struggling, so they could say Hashem in English, they can and should say Hashem, I have a friend struggling, please help so-and-so, let him do tshuva. And you could talk in each bracha about, the bracha, Shmackerle, you could talk about anything, but in each bracha about this bracha, you can talk. However, one shouldn't talk in the last four or five words before the bracha because you're supposed to end the bracha. So in Rifa'inu, before we say Kikel Melech, you could say Hashem. I have somebody, a person who I care about is sick, Hashem. And I want them to have there's a guy who saves the whole Yeshiva. Mamish runs around for us all. Heal his foot. Make a Hashem give her a full Should be able to run around Gazunt again. He runs for all of us. Amen. Give her a full You speak in English. And then you but then you say, Kikel Melech Raifei. You want to say those last words. Because you end samul chasima. So there, don't talk. You want that the bracha should conclude in a manner that's consistent with what you're saying at the end. This is so interesting that Ashayatsa, is a bracha on the human body, ends mafli lasis. We like throw a curveball. Who was talking about the neshama? We end the great pella that attached to this human body is a neshama it seems to be a shtickle curveball, again inconsistent with how a long bracha works, that you speak something in a bracha and you conclude what you were saying. The mafli lasis looks like it came out of nowhere. But I think if you slow down when you read the bracha and we're a little more careful, we'll see it's not that way. In this bracha where we thank Hashem for the human body, we say, Golviya levi a it is known and revealed in front of your throne that if any if any of the chalulim would open up, any of the vacuumed places in our body that are designed to be closed would open up. Any part of the body that's supposed to be open would close. It wouldn't be possible to stay standing in front of you we all expected to say it wouldn't be possible to survive, but we speak about being made Lefanecha. We even say it's Golivia Dua in front of your Kisei. It's interesting. Say it is known in front of your Kisei. That's a Shailabatam, just known in front of your Kisei. It's known, we all know. Golivia it's known to all. It's known in front of your throne. That if one of the parts of the body would go off, a hole would get Closed, the clothes would get open. If we carefully look at this bracha on the body, we're describing the human body standing in front of Hashem's throne. We're describing the human body that's covered. We're describing the human body that is Lamay that is standing at the service of Hashem. That's what we're describing. And when we speak about the human body, the bracha itself speaks about this body that stands in front of Hashem. In the bracha that appreciates the human body, we look at our amazing body that's standing in front of Hashem. That's a careful reading of the bracha, and as such, the ending that describes the reife mafli Lasas that describes that the body is attached to an asham which is the sense and the reason that it stands in front of Hashem. And perhaps, Rabbi said, there's no Bakkasha. Of course, we ask for things for the human body. But the first bracha we make every day, and the bracha daily expressing thank you for our body, if we would start asking for the human body, we would say the amazing body and Hashem please. So it's a danger of being into the body for itself. The body is wonderful. The body is incredible. One can see Hashem in the human body. Wants to take care of his human body. Wants to appreciate his body. But the purpose of the body and the first thank you for the body doesn't even contain any requests about the body. The important part of our body well before we request, which will subsequently request in the day things for our body, But the most important aspect of the human body, I dare say the safest thing for the body, the most important akara that we need for our body is the akara, is the clarity that a Yid has that the body stands in front of Hashem, that the body's attached to an Hashem, that the body has a purpose, that the body's purpose is the service of Hashem. The recognition, that the body is meant to serve Hashem. The minute I assume, I opened the sitter in this holy yeshiva. I don't want to speak of the minhagim the yeshiva by many bnei yeshiva. Is it fair to say that after I should say alukai? Okay, so then I could say it. The yeshiva said here. In different siddurim have it printed. I opened the city in this holy Markan Torah, and it had it the way, the way the Bnei Taira. I think today I think this is important. If you don't do it this way, maybe you should switch. Maybe there's a bracha Elokeinu Shama that in some siddurim is printed after the Lemaat Taira of Yevarechacha of saying the Mishnah of dvarim. So in some siddurim it prints there Elokeinu but that's a bracha arucha that doesn't have a baruch before. We know a long bracha starts with a baruch and ends with a baruch. The first bracha in Shmai Hashem starts with a baruch and ends with a baruch. That's how a bracha arucha works. The only time a bracha arucha doesn't start with a baruch if it's a bracha smucha mechavrta, if it's near its friend in Shmai Since the first bracha has a bracha before and a bracha after, Every subsequent bracha only ends with baruch, it doesn't start, it relies on the baruch before it. If it's summer to a bracha arucha, if it's near a long bracha, so then the next bracha doesn't start with baruch, it relies on the bracha before it. Eloikain shama doesn't start with a bracha, therefore it appears that it's designed to be next to another bracha. And the bracha that it's designed, that it was the chazal misakin, and the minhag is to say asheyatzir and then Elokeinu neshama, and it was designed, it was mesakin as such, and it has to be it was a takana. That's why Elokeinu neshama wasn't given a bracha before. So now we have a fast and an important that the bracha of asheyatzir, that bracha thanking our body was designed to be followed by Elokeinu neshama shenasat to be tayrahi. Hashem, the neshama you gave me is pure. And it was the takana, that it's supposed to be next to each other, these two brachas, the beautiful human body that's moving, that's so important to us, that matters so much, that's so significant, the human body. The human body was without the body, we couldn't serve Hashem. The neshama could want to do a lot of good things. No neshama could leg tefillin without a human body. No neshama could put on tzitzis without a human body. No neshama can perform kindness to another person without a human body. No neshama could smile at another yid without a human body. The body is so precious and important. But the hakara right off the bat, that the importance of the body is the pelas, the mafli lasas, is that the body has an neshama that, that leads the body, that directs the body to the service of Hashem. And as such, the body is aymed lufnei Hashem. It's aymed. It's lufanecha, and the bracha very much built into the bracha of our body is Golviyadua lufnechisech vadecha. Perhaps what we mean that it's revealed in front of your throne doesn't say to whom. Golviyadua in front of your throne. Perhaps it even doesn't mean to your to Hashem. we not talking what Hashem knows. We're talking about us. But we speak about us standing in front of the kisei of the melech, performing in front of the king. And the bracha on the body speaks that we know as we stand here in front of your throne. As we stand there in front of your throne, and that's the bracha thanking for the body that stands ready to serve Hashem. I was with my son Manny. We went, we was go to an Adam Chashev, to a Tzaddik. And we were to visit him shortly before he departed, to Elam Short, Shortly before he departed, to Elam And we were Zaychet to go visit him. And he was on his, he was in his bed in Sloan Kettering. And he spoke for about a half hour. It was one of the most inspiring conversations I've ever heard in my life. My son in the room was this Tzaddik in the bed, my son, myself and this Sadiq's daughter. There were four people in the room, that's it. And he was talking about his body in a way it was lehavli. He was thanking Hashem. He said, from youth I was born with a sickly body. He described some of his ailments. He said, this body, he was pointing to his hands. He said, I squeezed 11 svarim out of this body. He said, he traveled around and he spoke to Yidden. He said, I dread this body. Or the body took me, I don't remember the Nusuch, but he said, my body took me around the world. And I spoke to Yid, and I'm so thankful to Hashem for this body, the human body. His akara and his thank you for his body from such a clear perspective of lufnei vaydecha, of the purpose, of the goal, the human body is wonderful. And in the wonder and the beauty of the human body, how many have gotten lost? How many have forgotten what it's about and what it's for? It's glorious and amazing, but for what? It has a purpose. L'fnei l'amoid the mafli lasa, the great pillar that Hashem attached this human body and put in a shama that stays with the human body. And b'shotfis then, they're such powerful servants of Hashem. They can serve Hashem and then right away we say, right connected to this bracha on the body, the human being, the Yid says, This clarity, this amazing clarity that a Yid is early in his day, and then repeated each time he thanks for his body, each time the Yid thanks for his body, When you see a group of an eight you see people, he's still shining. My Shrever is shining. <speaks> <ones> you see B'nai You see B'nai Te'ev? we have tefilis. We have tefilis and bakoshes and thank yous to Hashem that gives such a clarity, such a sense of who we are and what we are. What are we? Such a clarity of what we are. A, a, a Goyish lady traveled three hours to a rav. So yet I know I spoke to the idiot. A guyish lady traveled three hours. Rabbi is their life after death. She was contending with stuff. She, she wasn't zayicha. She doesn't know the brachas. Life, he, he, life after he said life lives. You talk the body. Is the body ever alive? She had different. She never made an ashayatsa. He was, like, trying to figure out what she was saying. So he said, he, like, finally, if they work together, he taught her, He taught her, They, like, rephrase the question, like, what is the body? Bo. What about the body? So he taught her about, Triya samay, The body gets reward, of course. The body do, did good things. Chazal tell us that Hashem wants to pay back the neshama, but the neshama couldn't do it without the body. So Hashem returns the neshama to the body. We speak about that in the le'ikai neshama. He taught her that also. He taught her the whole brachas. She, she, she wanted to know. He held it was Zemot to teach her this. What, what Where's Zeichet, the beautiful brachas, that was Zeichet to have such a clear hakara? that we're zayiche in our precious bodies that we take care of and appreciate so much, but that we're that there's a purpose, it's oimei l'fanecha, it stands in front of Hashem. And in front of Hashem's kisei ha'kavid, this precious body, has such purpose and such a tachlis, such a gain, what it could do, what it can perform with nakei kisei This is the tremendous fortune we have to have this hakara that is said so clearly in the brachas that we make. I wanna share something else, but I can't just jump to something else without a song in between. I'm gonna ask Moyo to come up. Srilly, 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 thrilly Now by of Sandberg, please come up yeah. so yeah. Rally, Rally Greenwald. Yeah. Yeah. I you
1: going to going to I right. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs>
3: David and Moyo play something if I can I'm enjoying we're learning the brachas if I could share something a little a a, a point on the brachas Continued. in the morning so we thank Hashem as we experience each experience of the day so we thank the Rabbi Nishalolim by night we weren't seeing and in the morning we say we thank Hashem once again, for the return of our sight, it's interesting that we don't openly thank Hashem for hearing again. That we don't say a yeah, bracha, "Thank you, Hashem, that I could hear again." We say for sight. I I wonder for two possibilities. The first bracha, might be on hearing the rooster. So in a way, it might be on hearing. But it's not direct. The Rosh Hashim is shaking his head. It's not direct. <laughs> <laughs> so say what you mean and mean what you say. So let's not say that shot So of course, we're not going to go with that shot We're is for sound. I always wonder if you hear when you sleep. When said with our roommates, we seem to hear ganz fine. <laughs> the guys know my chiddish on, on waking up from your roommate's noise. I have a chiddish. I have a chiddish that I came up with that I don't think it's your roommate that wakes you up at night. I don't think so. I think something else. I'll tell you my riot. I had a guy in yeshiva years ago who complained that his roommate keeps him up. Be careful, don't don't talk in the the room. But this guy complains roommate keeps him up. I used to scream a lot by shiurim. I went to a voice doctor and I can't... That's not what I do. But with my son... I used to scream during Shia, I was yelling loudly. And this guy was always sleeping. And I got the big I didn't think sorry, Kesha. sorry, He complains that his roommate keeps him up. I'm screaming and he sleeps good. So I was like day I, I, I like understanding life. His roommate's noises. He can't sleep too mo- much. Maybe I have a more comfort. Nobody accused me of having a good voice. Maybe like there's something comforting. I don't know. But I figured out. Is it's not his roommate's voice that's keeping him up. It's his midas rise. He's saying, as Azachotzpe talks in the room. I have a right to talk during Shir. So my, no, the noise doesn't keep him up. You have a right to talk, English. I can sleep just fine. It's not the noise that's keeping you up. It's the midas rise that you're a captain on your roommates are talking. Hooray if he has a right to talk. You sleep like a baby. So Lemaisa. I'm not sure. Maybe you could tell me we could hear in our sleep. Lemaisa, don't talk in the, when your roommate's sleeping. And noise could wake a person up. Lemaisa, it's possible that we hear in our sleep. So there's no bracha for hearing. We've been hearing the whole time. Sight, we're definitely not seeing in our sleep. Could be that's why there's no bracha for hearing. But lemaisa, the first bracha we make. The first bracha is a bracha to for our ability to, ability to be aware. Let's assume lasechfi means the intellect. And we thank Hashem that our intellect can be mavchim ben It poshet, poshet. I used to think this was like a drash. And at a cash if we meant it. Why don't we say it? Please let me explain something. It is pasha to me. That we're thanking for the ability to, of the brain, of the intellect, and the main appreciation of intellect is the ability to differentiate. That we, we said before, there are two things in life the things we want for our benefit, the things we want for kirvus Hashem, and the things that we push away, because they're There are two things. Each one brings kirvus Hashem. Some things bring Kirvas Hashem by being Mekaravit, and some things bring Kirvas Hashem by being Merachi. And we're thanking Hashem because we have clarity. Because Nikarim Divrei Emes, and we all have clarity, lahavchin to differentiate the great value of Das. In the, in the Bracha for Das in Esrei, we make Havdala every might say Shabbos. We speak Abdullah out. We make Havdala in the Bracha for Das every might say Shabbos. And we make Abdullah in the bracha for das because intellect contains the massive possibility of differentiating what's the best, what's good, what's bad, to give us chelukim, to understand the difference between good and bad. Now, why we don't say that? So if that's what we mean, that's the first of that series of bracha. Thank you, Hashem, for the intellect. That could be between what's good and what's bad. The reason we don't say it, to me, it seems passionate if that's what we meant Alter, so say it, is we, oh, we're, we're expressing from our experiences. What we experience in the morning, you just wake up and it's like day. Hey, I went to sleep, it was night, sometimes, and I went to sleep, it was night, and you wake up, it's day, say, like, hey night, day, we experience that havchana of night and day, of course we mean all the subsequent havchana of good and bad that we experience all day it expresses by what we experience, it's not like a drash like, of course we mean the power of intellect that we take into our life, and we thank Hashem, we wake up like, day another day hey, it was night I have my mind back and I can tell what's what. And I am thanking Hashem for the das that I just experienced this havchana, And I mean to thank Hashem in Pshat for all the the subsequent Havkana that we're going to have the whole day, that I had the ability to say that conversation is not good for me. I'm going to say I'm not going to say that. That conversation, I'm going to gain chizik. I'm going to run over there and talk. That, that doing this will be beneficial. Doing this will not. That Havchana, that capacity, the human capacity, to be madchem between Tev and Rad, a tremendous fact that we have Hakara, a clarity of what's good and what's bad, of what's emes, and what's sheker, is a tremendous gift from, from Hashem, that we're actually thanking Hashem in this very first bracha, I don't think it's a drash, this is what we are thanking Hashem for this amazing aspect, that we are a to a gift from Hashem, that we can differentiate, that we have a clarity of what's true and what's sheker. Tremendous gift of Hashem. A person, you know, a person sometimes gets lost, but they're always comforted if they have some machine in their car, some GPS, some ways, that will get them back. Okay, you're lost, but I have a capacity to get back. That human capacity that we have of knowing what's true, that lies deeply in a person, that you're makir, what's the truth? And a person knows, Nikarim Devayem is a precious capacity. We're extremely thankful to Hashem for that capacity. The ability, Lahav laila. We have to make sure to appreciate that capacity. We thank for it. We're appreciative of that capacity. We have to make sure not to damage that capacity. Believe it or not, a person can damage an amazing Rashi and Gittin. We can damage that incredible capacity that a human being is gifted by Hashem with. That a yid has a tremendous gift from Hashem, we can do some damage and have to make sure not in any way to appreciate it, and not in any way to damage it. Amazing Rashi and Gittin. We know that there's a din. You return an aveda. Somebody loses an aveda, so you return it if they have three sain. If the person, if they give a simon, the first way to return an aveda. If we find a lost item and the person has a simon, they tell us the sign. We return the avedim for a person who doesn't, who's but not to lie, except when it's mutter. So then you return it, even the tviyas ayin, even if you. They say, please show me. Normally, if if you find something, and the uh, loser says, let me look at it to see if it's mine. Don't show it to him. He has to give a simmon. You can't show it. We don't want him to see the simon. However, if he's an honest person, as a Tamut who doesn't lie. So then you could show him the item, you show it to him. He says, yes, it's mine. He doesn't have to give a semen. He has sign. He notices it's his. The question is, somebody who lies, why don't you return it to tfiyasayin? So Taisvah says this pshat that we would simply say, why don't you return it to a liar if he says it's mine? He's lying. He says it's his. He's a liar. But I ask you, let's say he passes a lie detector test. I don't know how effective they are, maybe they are. Let's say we prove Mashiach come, let's say a Rav Paskin's lie detector test, they get it so geschmacked that they work a hundred percent of the time, and he passes a lie detector test. Now return it to Russia, just let him take a lie detector test. And he says a Chazal say you can't return it to him. It's not the Pshat Rabbi say. It's not the Pshat Rashi says a different pshat. It's not because he's lying. Even if he passes the lie detector test, you don't return it to him. And the real pshat is there's a chazal that says something amazing. Chazal say the oinesh of the punishment of as a liar, is even his truths are not believed. So till I saw this rashi, I thought pshat was like the boy who cries wolf. If you say enough... If you say enough shkarim, if you say enough lies, even when he tells the truth, he's saying the truth, nobody believes him. That's not what Chazal said. There's an einish here that's much deeper, that's much more profound. Even when he passes a lie detector test, you don't believe him. It's not because he's lying. It's because he doesn't know the truth anymore. The einish of a liar is, even when he doesn't mean to lie... He means to say the truth and he passes the lie detector. He's not lying. We don't believe you because you don't know the truth anymore. You have messed with the system. Hashem designed the human being with the capacity of truth, of recognizing truth and recognizing sheker. And you who have lied, you who have lied repeatedly, lose that sense of what's true and not true. So says Rashi in getting his mashma, the reason you can't return an Aved to a liar is not because he's lying. It's because he doesn't have Tviyasayim. He has no idea. We don't believe that he has the capacity to know if it's his or not. He loses a sense of that which is true. So he means to tell the truth. Himamish to the deepest place means to tell the truth. He doesn't know anymore. That's a Pachat khad. That's a fright that's a fright that this amazing gift Hashem gave you and I the ability and the capacity that we thank for, that we could be mad between good and bad, between right and wrong, Emerson and sheker and we're so appreciative, of the gift that's this essential gift of our life, we have to appreciate it and also protect that gift and certainly by a person lying, by a person grabbing onto sheker could actually do damage to that great gift of Hashem and Khasv Shalom become a person who doesn't know the Aynesh. What a shreklecha of a bad day of a liar, that even his truths are not believed. He doesn't have that car anymore. I don't know. Maybe an, can a, a bad day say I was thinking of that question, and I wanted toina the Rosh Hashem <laughs> I wanted toina like the either. I had the. I wanted toina. Maybe a liar shouldn't say He doesn't have the capacity. So a guy lost this capacity till he gets it back. He goes to treatment for a couple of months. Till he gets back, he shouldn't session us less. So I want to tie in the same way a blind guy could say Pak Ivrim. Because he thanks Hashem that there's people who could see. So the liar, there are people who know the MS who could help him out. Yeah. So he says maybe. That would that would be my swara that he could say That Hashem, thank you, Hashem, that there are people who still know the truth. So I could go I could go listen to a shir from Narashiva the and then I'll I'll, I'll lean into the truth. But that's that bracha. I'm going to ask, maybe we'll share, it's late, the hour is like incredibly late, but for sure let's hear from David and Moyo and then we'll clarify if it's too late for more. <laughs> <laughs> so I say that that's a rushin get them but say Baruch pointed out and we, in the Russian we say mahaftim bein yom now we know in yiddish night is before day night is before day shouldn't we say mahaftim bein layla veyom and the answer the way I'm saying it the answer, the way I assume, is that we say him He's looking. He woke up in the morning. Hashem shen. Hey, hey, hey! I went to sleep. It was night. What he sees is yom. That's Because what he experiences yom. Perhaps it wasn't the way it was when I went to sleep. Thank you, Hashem, this have to the difference of yom. That's what he saw. Obviously, zevi. I don't get
1: it So uh, let's go could be that it's <laughs> so and so and and I'm just I want to go to I don't know if I need you, I feel went like off the, you the to track. now come gotta pick up, big up the
2: Child, tell me why Oh the sea is stuck in your eyes And oh, just don't let the worry be if the sun will rise again Because the sun will rise again So love yourself that child in life you'll need to for a while you no sweet man. Let me feel your heart in motion. Child, don't you lie. I can see it in your weary eyes. And I can feel it in your heavy sighs. So love yourself to death, child. This is life you'll need to for. Sweet man.
1: we
3: We learned together about one bracha that had no requests, so let's continue on with the bracha that, fascinatingly, has two requests. In Birchis HaTayra, where we thank Hashem for the precious Torah, where we thank Hashem when Mivarech Yitzbiyachas Hamitzvah Limadat Tiyur, and when Mivarech Anlimadat Tiyur, Shakedushanu Bemitzvayisam, Hashem gave us kedusha with this mitzvahs, and Hashem commanded us last week to divrei Tiyur, and Hashem commanded us to be Isaac and Tiyur. We then give two requests, like a bracha Ruchah as a request, but here there are two requests. And the Yid davins, Vahareb na Hashem Lekenu as Divrei Tayras Chabifinu, Bifi Amchabes Yisrael. He davins, Vomisikas at The Torah should be sweet. Na Revus, it should be sweet. The Divrei Torah should be sweet to us. And then he makes a second Bakasha, the Bakasha of every Yid. Every Yid who appreciates Torah, he davens to Hashem that his children, <coughs> that his precious children, <coughs> our children, the tzaddai amcha of and the children of your nation, klal Yisrael, should all know Hashem v'loim dey sarasecha l'shma, and learn Torah l'shma. He prays for his children. Two is an unusual long bracha that doesn't have zero. Maybe we make up for the one that just had none, but here we make two requests. We request, we ask Hashem for mesikus and we ask Hashem that our children, ourselves and our children, and the children of all of Baal Yisrael shmecha and And we dive in for the, our children. This bracha is standing out to me, coming to Yisrael and seeing my children who have grown together with the Chavra here. To see, to see your sons, that your dream, you daily pray that we want our children to be lundet tzareh sechol We want our children to be yedei shemecha. We want our children to embrace Tyra, to know Tyra, to study Tyra. And to see your son sitting and learning taira, to see your children embracing and connecting and developing as B'nai Torah, precious, the Bakasha of every Yid. But the two questions are why there are two Bakashos in this one prayer, Bakasha for our own Mesika and for our children. And what's very, very interesting is in the Bakasha for our children, we put ourselves there. It and our children should be Doesn't seem we're just davening for our kids. We daven for ourselves to have Masika Satira and ourselves and our children to know Tyra and learn Tyra. Lushma. Today the umasailam this Chachma Bagayim, but they're always light years behind the taira. It always like pales compared to Chachma Satira you find like a like a poor imitation. They have this Chachm Bagoyim, B'Tor Bagoyim al tamen And the Goyim are speaking today a lot about generational trauma. That's a very, the Goyim are being aware, we, we have Sukkim in our Torah, and it's old news to us. But the Goyim are speaking today, it's a truth, Chachm Bagoyim Tamen. You could see a child who went through zero trauma. And he will have all the symptoms of a trauma victim. I have seen this. And he has every symptom of a trauma victim because his father went through trauma and never dealt with it. And his child will grow up with the exact symptoms of a victim, having never been a victim, they call it the guy who figured out generational trauma. They're in the tire, their chazal, it's very old news to us. But Kiyaduah when a when a bend when there's something in the bend, the shirish is in the av. What's in our children, the shayrish is in the av. Every youngster instinctively says, I want to learn to be able to learn with my kid. Now they're feeling something, they're not expressing it right. What they're expressing is kemada pansi scheme. Like you learn to learn with your kids, he can learn with his kid. Who's learning like there's something (laughs) off about it, but there's a shayrish, there's a shayrish the person's feeling. There's a sense of every learner that what I do is going to be eternal, is going to stay. What I put in, the sense what this youngster is feeling, he doesn't really mean I don't want to embarrass myself. What he's feeling is I want to develop in Torah. I want to have a Torah that's reflected in what comes out of me in every aspect of me. And the banim will look a certain way because i developed in Tyra. I've connected to the Tyra. When we speak about sweetness of Tyra, of course, of course, we're talking about enjoying the tesis, but of course, or But there's something we're saying. When we're saying Tyra should be sweet, there are two aspects to Tyra. We know there's Chachma and Chachma and Bina is to know the information, is Chachma, and Bina is the application, Lahav and That's one aspect of Limadat to know the information. There's a whole other aspect called Das. Das is to marry your Tayrit. One who doesn't know themselves, one who doesn't present themselves, can't have Das. I have this peculiarity in yeshiva. I have one rule in yeshiva. You can't sit a coat and shear. There's no, a coat and shear is like angering to me. A coat is but a chitzonyistic example that a guy has walls. A guy sits in a coat and and puts the hood over his head. He's built walls. He's detached from the matziv. There's no, a sitting in tire is a matziv of dust. Take off your coat. Get in there. Take off your coat. Take off your shirt. <laughs> don't don't take down your walls. Take down your walls when you learn tyrant. We construct and we create all different walls. Everything in the tyrant speaks to my worries, to my fears, to my feelings of inadequacies. It's all in the tyrant. It deals with it. It speaks about it. Every issue we have, Every situation we face, every, that's uniquely me and uniquely you, the worry you think nobody in the world understands is spoken about in Tyra precisely, exactly. The Gemara in Baba Kama says that we're in the Tyra. The Gemara asks questions. There's an expression by people, the rich get richer. Where does it say it in the Tyra? Maybe it doesn't. Maybe it doesn't. There's a, there's a, the Gemara has an assumption because it's just true. The Torah is what is. The Torah is not a story of what was. The Torah is all of Metzios and has all of Metzios in the Torah. And every single detail of our lives, every bar none, and your and my specific worries and specific, the Gemara is, maybe, maybe he's just not in the book. If he exists, then the Torah speaks about him. It's the safer of existence of everything in the world. And when we close ourselves out, when we're not in touch with self, it's not like a side point in Emreivina. Like they learn Torah, they also hold Minatzad. You should deal with your issues. You shouldn't hide. You should feel and express. And feel. it's like a a thing, a quirk of the yeshiva. It's not a quirk. Believe Z There's no Torah learning. There's no das. Chachman being a yes, but you don't marry your wisdom. Das is the experience that you connect to your Torah. It matters to you. It's personal. You're. I can learn a sugya for months, and if it wasn't relevant to me, you ask me a shot. I, I don't remember. It's so frustrating. a All of a sudden, the sugya is relevant. All of a sudden, I went through an experience. I had a kesh, and it it connected to my life. 30 years later, I won't forget a detail, because you have das. You married your chachma. It relates to you and connects to you in a profound way, das. I saw a psaq from Havshloi Muzalman Orbach. I saw the psaq. At first, I had a certain, like, yish. Whenever you hear how genius the gadoi Lamar is, you say, like... How can we learn? Like, okay, so if you have such a mind, and he was a going, but I have something how he learned, the Rav Zalman Orbach, and you could see this from Tshubb's word. The, Zalman Orbach has a psak. There was a shayla that happened in Rechaviyah. A guy in a Makolot, there was supposed to be sugar in the bags, and the man had salt in the sugar bags, in the Makolot. And in Rechaviyah, some maiseh and people, it's before Shvuas, I think, and people in the city, a lot of people brought home, they thought, a lot of wives brought home sugar, and it was really salt. And many dishes were ruined that shvuz. Many meat dishes, you can imagine, if it called for two cups of sugar, it had two cups of salt, much salmon was ruined, much meat and chicken. And people wanted to ask from Sholem can they sue the storekeeper and get money back? Of course, their bags of sugar, they get the money back. But could they sue for the meat that was <coughs> ruined? He said a psack that boggled my mind. Taish says if you have a bar a miskalgiel baradlayodam. If you have a pit that's kicked by a human being, one person put, puts down a bar, a dangerous item Somebody else kicks it to a different spot, says Tyson Babakam. If the person kicked it, kavana, so then he doesn't become the Bala Burr and the initial guy is ischaiv. Sedvab Shlaim Mazalman that that bag that was supposed to have sugar and had salt in it is a bar. The wife who brought it to her house kicked that bar to her house near to the meat. be The initial one who put the bar is high, The balabayas has to pay for the meats. <laughs> How do you think of that? <laughs> goynes. Goynes. <laughs> so that's it. I, I call i I'm a fish like a rov so I just pray no good shilas come. <laughs> what, what what are you gonna what are us human beings gonna do? How do you think of that? So there's goiness and a siat for a manag be thrill, but more importantly to you and I, I want to tell you a secret of How Reb alone that's obvious to me. That when he learned to Gemara about Bar, Hashem's talking to me. He's talking to you. Did you ever dig a pit in Rishasarab? You ever sat there? Shem's talking to you and saying something. But Shloim is... Each person. Each person learns and the Torah is talking to you. I'll tell you a mice, I'll tell you a mice. everyone. <laughs> I'll tell you, a Amaisa, I've had countless <laughs> stories that I'm worried about something in my life, worries, and then I learned and I saw something I never saw before in my life. Because the Torah speaks to each yachid, the Torah is talking to us and telling us. rev Shloyman Zalman, it's so obvious, I don't know if he thought of that case, it doesn't matter, it's much less of a goyness than you think. Because when he learned it, he was visualizing cases. It's not so hard then to compare. It's only if you don't, when you learn, you don't say, "What's it? What's this in my life? What's the Rabbi Shalom talking about my life?" If you don't ask that question, when a Shiloh comes, you don't even know where to begin. To what I don't know the case of Shlaim Azalman thought about. I could think of cases that he thought in his life. Then it's not so vital. Right. It meant he was a guy. But when you think about the cases in your life, then it's not the same difficult to compare, to be madame, Milsa Lamilsa. The Torah, the, when we speak about Das, we talk about being the kasher, tying yourself to the Chachma, marrying it, bringing it into ourselves. The more we ourselves are open to Torah, the physical code is not the problem. The more we open ourselves, we sit around the table and we are open and honest and aware, the more Torah will connect and to all different parts it has what to say to every circumstance of our life. It will talk. Hashem will guide and instruct if we are open to that. If the Torah is open and we are not, there cannot be dust. And when we are davening Tashem, when we are saying Tashem, let Torah be sweet us, we mean in a deeply profound way I should connect to Torah. That is the Mesikos HaTorah most certainly that we're talking about. Torah should be zistas. I should mamish feel a deep profound bond with Torah. It's not outside of me. That The Mesikos means that I feel it in my bones. I connect to the Sogyak. That's the Harav Nas. Amcha The Torah should be zist is the person married his Torah there was a Hasna him and his Torah are profoundly connected the word relevance would be there the word personal would be there the word connected would be there he's allowed it in he's allowed the Torah to guide him to speak to him to connect with him and as such, when somebody has Masikasat satyra, that the Torah is in his bones, what happens is, we and our children. It's not speaking about just children. It's speaking about what happens when somebody profoundly is a Ben Torah, is resolved, has allowed the Torah to come into all the parts of his life has worked out and developed a profound connection to the words of Torah, then of course it goes into him, his children, and all the children of Kalal Yisrael, all will be Yidei Shemecha. The Lechem Rav, who was a Rav in Europe and wrote a Sefer on Tefillah, he speaks out that of course these two Bakoshes are one and the same, that the Mesika Satayra causes that it goes to to ourselves, to our children, a friend of mine told me the Pasuk, that it says Paikid Avain Avay Salbanim. Hashem visits the sins of fathers on their children. The word paikad <speaking in Hebrew> means to visit, it also means a paqidah's a tafkid, is a mission. The sins of a father become a mission of the son. Things that the tata didn't work out become a p'kida on the child, become the child's mission, for it was unresolved, it was unworked out, it was unworked on. And of course, the sense of a person is that he wants to profoundly work through all the suyas of his life with sincerity, with an honesty, with an erlichkeit. It doesn't mean, so we see a child struggle, means the father didn't work, could be the zeda, could be the elder zeda didn't work something out. But each person, as we resolve and figure out and develop, that of course, the resolving and the developing and the working out and the becoming larger. <laughs> so these two bakashas, the that Torah should be sweet. When we speak about the sweetness of Torah, of course, we learn the geschmack of a We mean that sweetness that engulfs the whole person. I had a, I had a, I, I had a Shiloh dilemma. It happened two years ago. I, always in yeshiva, the whole yeshiva wants to come to Imrei and there are only a certain amount of slots. A big problem. I'm coming. I'm already like making an appeal. Taxi right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> but they're always a problem. It's a problem. So many guys want to come here. For good, they're right. I look around. And they're right. They're right And so many guys want to come. When I said there are only X number of slots. There's limitations. The, the build a building as a case is there's limitations. So all of a sudden we have we have a problem. All of a sudden there are 90 seniors there are only X number of slots Reverend just got, started sweating when I, saw <laughs> <laughs> I saw like I have very good peripheral vision I have a great mice on a plane with my sheet I always tell the guys I have, I have a few quirks I'm good at a couple of things in my life I see very well I'm looking at Rip right now I appreciate him I'm looking at him now I was a point guard in basketball and I see, I have very good peripheral vision it's just an oddity it's just the truth like a very weak point guard if you're a very like not a real ball player so you see the guy and you turn away to pass all of us know when a guy like turns away i promise Rice stern and i will go right in front of the- <laughs> that's a very that's a very amateur move to like you see him you Done, you're wasting time if you see him throwing the ball what you're supposed to do is be observant you're supposed to be looking at our pow, it's now you don't turn away, you're watching him when he cuts, you feed him the ball <laughs> so I very good peripheral vision oh, Maishi can be made as a true story I always brag to my kids you show off some stuff this is its skill, not NASA, it's just true so I always brag to my kids about my peripheral vision my kids like heard it enough times I'm on the plane with Maish you can't make up this story and Maishi's sitting in the middle, in the in the Maishi's the aisle seat, we're both aisle seats next to each other. And there's an elderly gentleman, Maishi let him out to use the facility. I'm talk I'm standing up talking to Maishi, and the guy comes. So I say, I, I see in my peripheral vision. So I say, Maishi, get up, he needs to come through. The man says, Whoa, you have good peripheral vision. <laughs> What it
1: happened after? Is, <laughs> <you> <laughs> a- Is <that>
3: what? <laughs> he said. He asked the man after if I paid him. <laughs> my shoes like couldn't. we were rolling. This man like gave us <laughs> gum at my funeral. <laughs> okay, Hashem sends a harbei brach, harbei shloch, and lamotches. True
1: story.
3: <laughs> He's still convinced I paid the guy, but I didn't. I didn't. My, <laughs> <laughs> Lemaisa, I saw a get nervous when I said, 90s, I, I said the 90s. That's how we got to this personalization. Any chance I have? 90s. Lemaisa, Lemaisa, a limited number of slots, and it becomes an erlich kaitshayl as follows. Guys want to know what yeshiva they should go to. Now, sometimes for this guy, the best place would be to come to Emre. But if he chooses another place, another guy will get in. He has another choice for him. The other cho- uh-uh. So for the overall system, it's better if he goes elsewhere. But for him, it's better to come here. And you're faced with like real dilemmas, moral dilemmas. Could you advise a guy? It's best for the whole Hebron. I can't see so you tell him. Maybe you go. Uh. It's best for the Hebron, the overall Matzah, the best Eitzah for the overall picture. So you have such a Shiloh, maybe. You have Achrayis if you have five sons. And only three of your sons can go to one yeshiva. And for two for one of your sons, it might be the best to go there, but he could do well. Another one would only do well there. You could hear sh- rooms <coughs> for a Shiloh. And this Shiloh was on my mind. I had never noticed this Rashi in my life before. I was clearing this Shiloh. And I noticed that Rashi says, It's an Isidara for the Ne'ivar so it says you now let it give an eight zeshen Don't give bad advice. But Rashi adds, Chazal say one more word. They say don't give eno loy. I never noticed the lie before. Two innocent letters. Lamitvog. Don't give an eight loy to him. Don't give advice. That's wrong. It doesn't say advice. It's eno loy. The Hainu, what Chazal are saying, it might be haygin for your big picture, but it's not haygin loy every issue of our life much more complex ones than private ones I assure you every worry of our life every situation of our life is addressed by the Hilga Torah it speaks to the situations the only question is are we open to be honest about the situation if we're not we're not going to have a good marriage to Torah the marriage to Torah is us being open and then the Torah can enter all the areas of our life Us being open to ourselves. Us being open to all the situations of our life. Then Tyra penetrates. Then Tyra goes in. If you know, I used to hear when I was younger, and I didn't understand it, it's Kedai that we got together tonight. It's easy for me to say, I'm talking here for hours, and you have to sit and listen. I think it's Kedai our whole night together to just say this. When I was a youngster I heard that Bali Musser would say a lot of chazal for hours at a time, eight hours. I was not taught and I'm frustrated by it, they didn't teach me half the story. It was left out as a mistake. It was a mistake. But I want to be masak in that mistake. Do you know you have great rebellion here? You know the best Rebbe in your life is Kinna? If you're jealous, jealousy is your Rebbe Muvuk. Do you know if you have Taiva, it's your Rebbe Muvuk. Do you know if your covered was hurt, it's your Rebbe mufuk? If I get a letter in the mail that says, Mr. Daniel Kalish, I'm insulted. I'm insulted. I'm very insulted. Insulted. Very insulted. Mr. Daniel Kalish. I says, Daniel, what's wrong with you? Some typo. Ro- I'm insulted. It's excellent. It's wonderful. I can be a pretender. I want to be insulted? No. I want to not care, but I do. I do care. It's excellent. That's my Rebbe Muvok. That's my Rebbe Muvok. So thankful, Hashem made me I'm so thankful. How do you think you're going to get anywhere in life? If you're jealous, you go on a walk. If you're jealous for two months, then your Rebbe didn't leave. You're lucky, you want your Rebbe to move out of town. (laughs) When you're jealous, you go on a walk and you talk to yourself. First, you say, I'm jealous. Then you validate it. It's normal to be jealous. Somebody else has something good I don't. It's normal to be jealous. Validate. If you make fun of yourself, you won't get anywhere. If you rip yourself, the more you rip, you won't have part three. Then you go on a walk and you talk to yourself about the truths of life. That's what all the Bali Muslim did. This is what they did, kipshotay. When they had difficult feelings, they would identify, validate, and then they would say psukim. That's what, of course, they would do. Then they would learn chazal. How do you learn anything without that? You want to stay small your whole life? So people just deny feelings and emotions and all different things. Never marry. How do you marry your Pasuk otherwise? The emotion is the Shadchan. It's like a de Because it's your Rebbe Mavuk, you felt some difficulty. You had, you had a, a funny cover. How am I going to have any good conversations with myself about cover? If not, that you get a letter and you're insulted, then you're going to walk. Don't make fun. Don't make fun of yourself. You don't rip yourself. you lose the shmooz. Yeah, a letter came in, I felt identified, I felt my covet hurt. And I vowed, it's normal, this is a Strange, embar- a little, almost embarrassing, but okay, kaka But then you have the best walk of your life. That went, how else are you going to teach yourself anything? You want to pretend you'll never learn anything, nothing. You'll never marry Tara. You don't have a Rebbe, the Shadchan, the great Shadchan that creates Das, that creates, you then take a Pussek and you study it. And you, t- that's how you get Tzokin. Kairach was supposed to be Klal Yisrael's Rebbe in the Sogyu of Eina Dom Negev Ma'ashemuch He was supposed to be the Rebbe of Klal Yisrael. And we all would forever been changed and instead he made a bogus story and didn't face the Kenna. So forever we lost the Rebbe because he didn't face that his Kenna instead he made a whole crazy revolution. But if we face our weaknesses, if we face our challenges, if we're honest with our insecurities, so that's how you get places. By the way, then you marry Torah. All the psok and we're talking, you're afraid, so you, that's how you marry Torah. You have fears, normal fears. Human beings, we're very, we're, we're, there are only two people, people who have fears and pretend to make believe they don't. We so divide into two people, people who have scare, fears because they're human and people who lie and pretend they don't. You lie and pretend you don't. I don't know how you ever have betachan. I don't know how you have learned about faith. It's not talking to you. You know I have no fears. You have chachma and bina. You have no das. In order to have das, in order to marry the wisdom, so we have to ask ourselves what's going on here. And then we could study. And then we can learn. And then we could digest. And then the chachma becomes so such a mesikos. It's so sweet. It's so delightful. It's talking to my belly, it's in my bones, it's in my knees, what the Torah taught us about COVID, what the Torah teaches us about all aspects of life, to us human beings, us frail human beings, it's saying something. Remember, we only have the Torah because of those weaknesses. The Malachim said, what are you giving Torah to the Ben-Adam? They're more powerful, and here you have the person who wants to pretend he's an angel. There are better angels than this angel. The Torah would be by them, not by us. It only is by us for our frailty. It's only by us for our challenges. It's only by us for our insecurities. Because we're human beings, and to human beings is handed a precious Torah that elevates, that changes, that uplifts. Now, every day, all of us put on tefillin, we remember Yitzias Mitzrayim. It's the zeich of Yitzias Mitzrayim, open, suck him in the Torah, and it's the it's Lamantia taras Hashem beFicha. It's not two things. It's the people who left Mitzrayim, who are free people, who aren't stuck, who have the capacity to change, to advance, to fix, to get better. It's a remembrance of Yitzias Mitzrayim, that we're not stuck. And that's the ones who learn Tyra, the unstuck human being with his frailties, with his flaws, with his areas of difficulty. To him Tyra was given. To him Tyra connects. That's the mesikos ha The Tyra should be sweet in our mouths. We should feel a profound attachment to Tyra, the mesikos, the sweetness of marrying Tyra. That refers, to me, it seems that refers to the DAS process we're asking for. And when somebody's married to Torah, oh, they're offsprings from such a shidduch. their are offsprings, of course, in such a world, deep in the heart of his children is a deep attachment to Torah for it has entered his heart and his metzeus and every aspect of his life. And such a Torah, of course, goes on to dairus so of children, all of us should be zaycheh in a yeshiva which teaches us this, which teaches us to learn and to learn ourselves which teaches us to open up ourselves to take off our coats and all other walls that we have to open ourselves up so the Torah can penetrate every aspect of our life we should be to that to the hair of Tyra should be this, And to this person who Tyra is so deeply in his essence, so deeply connected, Thus, he's married to Tyra, we should all be Zayich ourselves, our children, and the children of Klai Yisrael should be Lundesar Sechel Lishma, Yashikoyech HaVesel.
0: You have been listening to a Shear from ShasIlluminated.org. For other Shearim on many topics or to hear an Ion Shear on any Dauphin Shas, including Myron on each Shear, please visit www.shasIlluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call two zero three three one two shas That's two zero three three one two seven four two seven, Or email info at shasIlluminated.org.